0: Mental Health versus Mental Illness, Episode 34. Welcome to the Awaken You Podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Hey, hey, everyone. How are you this week? This week, I decided to do a short episode around mental health, and mental illness, to talk about creating more awareness around what mental health is and what mental illness looks like. Last week, I shared an interview with relationship and marriage coach Jessica Farmer, and if you haven't listened to that interview, I would suggest that you go do so, because If you're not married to someone who you suspect might be struggling with mental illness, you probably know somebody that is married to someone who is struggling with mental illness. Jessica helps women navigate their partner's mental illness. So she doesn't help the partner who actually is struggling with the mental illness. She helps the person married to that partner. And this week, I thought it would be appropriate to follow up and have a brief discussion about what that mental health is and what, like I said, and what mental illness is. Then I'm going to touch on some awareness around mental health and mental illness and then some considerations around why this is so uncomfortable to talk about. Let's start with looking at what mental health is. Mental health, I am first going to share the World Health Organization definition of mental health and what they state that mental health is a state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to To make a contribution to his or her community. It includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, and how we show up, which is the self-coaching model, right? How we think about circumstances in our life creates an emotion for us. That emotion has us showing up a certain way and then those actions that we take create the results in our life. And then on top of that, it helps us determine how we handle stress, how we relate to each other, how we make choices in our day-to-day life. So really, it is about being able to regulate our emotions and our ability to do so. Which actually, next week, it's already recorded. It was going to be this week's episode, but I bumped it ahead a week so that we could follow up Jessica's interview with this. Then let's look at what mental illness is. I am going to use the definition from the American Psychiatric Association. They say mental illnesses are health conditions involving changes in our emotions, how we think, or our behavior. And of course, a combination of these because if it affects our thinking, it affects how we feel, and it affects how we show up. They also say that mental illnesses are associated with distress and or problems functioning in social work or family activities. The majority of people with mental illness continue to function in their daily lives. So you may not see it at work, in your coworkers. where you might see it, and this is where Jessica helps people, is at home. When they get home and they are maybe over drinking or overspending or overeating or over-watching the TV, just avoiding life in general. Examples of mental illness could include depression, anxiety disorders, schizophrenia, eating disorders, and other addictive behaviors. Many people have mental health concerns from time to time, but a mental health concern becomes a mental illness When ongoing signs and symptoms cause frequent stress and affect your ability to function, I like to think about it in relation to physical fitness. So, when we look at physical fitness versus physical illness, all right, I think that they parallel each other really well. When we aren't feeling well physically, We will adjust things in our life, like our nutrition, our sleep schedule, our exercise. And then if things don't get better, we go visit the doctor for an evaluation. We explain to them what is going on. So one, so they can have it in the record in case things change or get worse. And so that they can help you determine what might be going on. It's like if we get a temperature of 102 we most likely might call the doctor and ask them what we should do, right? And then if we have that temperature for more than three, four days, we go to the doctor. Our mental fitness is the same. There are many outside influences that can affect our mental health, including nutrition, sleep, sunshine, exercise. When adjustments to these influences don't help, then we want to seek the counsel of a mental health professional. It doesn't mean that we're flawed, we're weak, we're broken, we're crazy. It means that our mental health has been compromised in some way and that we care enough about ourselves to go get treatment. And this is where Jessica even shared that sometimes when we're in the middle of it, We don't even think that we might need to go to the doctor or again, shame sets in or denial sets in and we just pretend everything is okay. And this is where the partner can actually really help and step in and say, hey, I don't know what's going on. I love you so much, but something seems off. And this can just open up a conversation to discuss what might be happening. I actually love that we have Mental Health Awareness Month and that we have Mental Illness Week. I believe that's coming up this month in October because what it does is it starts to normalize the topic, creating awareness of what to look for when it comes to a break in our own or someone else's mental health. When we can recognize symptoms, know that these symptoms are a signal that something in our mental health needs attention. It helps us to be proactive in seeking out help. A person doesn't need to know how to treat themselves. Anxiety is something that you might be able to treat on your own. But when it starts to interfere with moving forward in your life, then it's proactive for you to go seek the counsel of a doctor to find out if there's something that you can do to help this situation that you are having. You don't need to know how to treat yourself. You can actually just recognize that something's wrong, something's off. Just like that spike in our body temperature signals that something is wrong with our physical health. And then we can schedule time with our doctor to discuss what is happening and start the process of healing. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, listen to this, one in five adults have had or currently have symptoms of a mental illness. This is no small number. If these people were suffering from a physical illness, they would be more likely to seek medical attention. But because mental illness is buried under this stinky stigma of a mental flaw, we ignore the symptoms. Mental illness awareness helps normalize the breakdown of our mental health, allowing more people to get the help that would lead them back to mental health. We all have daily struggles, and when those struggles get in the way of our normal day-to-day functioning and the ability to enjoy life for some reason, many of us think that there is something wrong internally with us. We feel shame and disgust that we can't figure this out on our own. And often Like I said, it has people turning to food, drugs, alcohol, something to numb the pain, which only leads us further away from the healing, right? It just manifests more of that illness. If you suspect that someone close to you is struggling with a mental illness, it may be best for you to schedule a visit with your own medical advisor to help you approach the subject with love and compassion, while looking at how to best care for yourself, okay? Go back and listen to that episode with Jessica because she talks about the common mistake of thinking that it's our job to take care of our partner when they're struggling with a mental illness. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not helping them out, but they need to want to help themselves more than we want to help them, if that makes sense. In an effort to create awareness and help normalize mental health and mental illness, my hope is to help anyone struggling with their mental health to discover hope and help to not struggle with it by themselves. If you are feeling like you are not your normal self, finding yourself in a sleeping pattern that is unhealthy, a severe loss of appetite, turning to vices like drugs, alcohol, food, spending to avoid feeling emotions, then please reach out to your health professional and schedule an evaluation or reach out to someone you love and open up that conversation. You matter, my friend. And I am so passionate about making this conversation more normal so people can start addressing their whole wellness program and not just their physical, that our mind manages our whole body. So when our mind is not feeling so hot, it affects our whole body and all the people around us. Even if it's reaching out to somebody you don't know, a medical health professional that you maybe haven't met, a coach, schedule a consultation and get yourself some help. And that's what I have for you this week. Ciao, my loves. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You My one on one coaching program, where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.